It didn't take long to find the source of the rumbling, because it was right outside the library doors. We ran into it, again, literally, a twenty-foot-tall, gargantuan being of smooth clay. Lyle Wolfowitz, the wolfman, was on its shoulder. Though the clay man's mouth was lopsided and expressive, its eyes were still. Dark, upside-down triangles with no sign of life. What a foreboding, awe-inspiring sight. A golem. A what? A clay or mud figure brought to life by magic. What is this idiot doing with a golem? You might be wondering what I'm doing with this golem. Oh! Wow, I, I feel so seen. Um, yes, yes we are. Have you already forgotten, Zabel? Yeah, yeah, I have. Ten years ago, my father, your mother, they ventured out into the forest because they sensed a dark threat. Oh, yeah, that happened. My father never returned! Lyle, it was a tragic accident. We all were and are so sorry. Shut it, Zabel. I'm trying to talk. There is no need to be rude. If we were rude over every mystical calamity, our civilization would- Can we all calm down? Let's all take a deep breath. Zombie, shut up and let me talk! My father was killed by his kind. My kind? Humans. Yeah, we do that a lot to pretty much every species. Sorry. No. No, no, no. You don't get to say sorry. You can't just kill someone and say you're sorry. My father was killed by a self-proclaimed monster hunter who ran away after, like a coward. And somehow, Rohesia Hawthorne came back totally unharmed. Lyle, I understand how much that must hurt. My mother died only a year after that, and I have... You have no idea what it's like to lose someone at the hands of a human! Ever since that day, I've been waiting for my chance to get my revenge. Long ago, my father told me about the Maharal of Prague and his golem as a bedtime story. Over the years, I realized it was only fitting for a golem to be my mechanism of revenge. Having your human here is the perfect test run. Test run? <laughs> First I'll kill him, then I'll wipe the stain of humanity off the face of the earth, starting with sweet gum. Oh no, not the cultural center sweet gum. What a tragedy that would be. Sweet gum didn't do anything to you. There are a lot of innocent humans in that town. Like my mother. That hunter didn't care if anybody got hurt when he went after my father. He just wanted to kill a wolfman, any wolfman, so I'll do the same right back. If some innocent people get killed, so what? The golem's going to smash us. Quick, scatter. We need to get to Elsa's. The golem moved slow enough that it wasn't too difficult to outmaneuver him. After we escaped, Hanako and I probably should have taken Ash to the manor as planned. But instead, we insisted on following an unhappy Zabel to Dr. Frankenstein's. Elsa's lab was as cold and uninviting as ever, still stinking of blood and formaldehyde. What am I meant to do? You know how to stop it, don't you? Whatever that thing is. I have read some of the Ashkenazi texts related to golems. This golem after being given life by Lyle's hands, protects and serves only him. Hey, I'm Jewish. 
I should be immune to its attacks, right? No! Not how it works. Not even a little. It's not something they teach about at Hebrew school. Not that I really remember a lot. Most Hebrew schools don't teach advanced magic. Mom never taught me how to stop a golem. The golem is animated by a magic scroll placed under its tongue and obeys whoever placed it there. Remove that scroll and it will return to dormancy. Great! I have no idea what to do with that information. I could just float up and take the scroll. No! The scroll is enchanted to vivify! You wouldn't be able to touch it without an adverse reaction. I could- It's enchanted to give life! So any kind of undead cannot touch it without side effects. Out of us, only Ash or Zabel could take it. I trust Ash more. Same. I also trust me more. You guys, I am town figurehead. We're all agreed. Ash will do it. No, it's too dangerous. Letting it run amok and kill everyone is also dangerous? Of all of us, he's the most suited to take the scroll from the golem. How is he supposed to do it? How should I know? It sounds like your dear friend has found you. How did he know we'd come here? Whenever someone doesn't know what to do, they come to Dr. Frankenstein. It is my burden. Go outside before he comes in here. I wish to avoid any unnecessary destruction of my laboratory. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Dr. Frankenstein stayed inside while we went, and if I do say so myself, bravely outside to face Lyle and his golem. We formed a wall between Lyle and Ash, Lyle staring down at us with a twisted smile on his face and savage look in his eye. Hanako, can you get me up to its mouth? Yeah, I'm able to touch physical objects and people. And fly, no big deal or anything. What's the plan? Trust me, I'll know what to do. I won't agree to anything if I don't know what I'm agreeing to. I'll grab it. Like I did when my old dog would eat something he wasn't supposed to. I'd grab his muzzle and force his mouth open. That's your plan? Yes. Just pry his mouth open? It's not a great plan. Just trust me. Give me the human and you'll all be spared. With pleasure. Hanako lifted Ash up by his armpits, slinging him toward the golem's mouth. If my heart was still beating, that sight alone would have stopped it in my chest. (laughs) What are you idiots doing? Golem, destroy him. (laughs) He won't destroy me. I've got a plan. Whatever Ash's plan was, it didn't work. The golem smacked him down out of Hanako's grasp with one swipe. Ah! Ah! Ash! Jumping jack-o'-lanterns! Oh wow, your stupid plan didn't work. I'm so shocked. Hanako, get him before the golem does. The golem raised its massive hand and brought it down with great force. Just as Ash was about to be smashed, Hanako pulled him to safety. Thank the Grim Reaper. I thought he was going to be librarian pancakes. Run! I'm running! I'm running! <laughs> Zabel, distract Lyle. I have another idea. Oh, goody. Another one. Hey, Lyle. 
What do you want, Hawthorne? I just want to talk. I know you're better than this, Lyle. <laughs> Siding with humans. You really are a trash can of a witch. I am not. Are too. Can't even get beyond the glamour level. Well, you're a jerk, and and you look like a wet dog that took a bath in in, in swamp water. Not the distraction I expected, but I I'll take it. And smell like one too. <laughs> you just wish you could magic up your own golem. Except that would require you to have two brain cells instead of just one. Hanako, one more time. Get me up to the golem's mouth. Okay. At least I'll get some more entertainment. Hanako lifted him once more into the air. Ash dug around in his pocket. I couldn't see what he had in his hand until Hanako had him close to the golem's face. Here, eat this! He unwrapped one of the Rice Krispie treats, tossing it into the golem's mouth. The golem smacked its lips and tried to use its tongue to free itself from the marshmallowy trap. All that mouth movement did the trick. The scroll fell out onto the ground. With a pained howl, the golem collapsed, deactivated back into lifeless clay. My golem! With the point of her finger, Zabel bound Lyle with invisible rope. It wavered, but it held. This is not just a glamour, huh? It's a pure conjuring. In your face. And, in case you forgot, Lyle, killing humans is illegal. Let's get you back to town. Traitor! You're a traitor to your own kind! A watered-down version of your mother! Zabel flinched. The hurt look in her eyes shocked me. We took Lyle to the town's jail and locked him away. I have no idea for how long. After Lyle's last words to her, Zabel wasn't up for questions. The whole city went back to normal only moments later. With so many monsters running around, events like this were more like a bar fight. People looked, but lost interest once it broke up. Nothing was too weird for the city of Wormwood. We followed suit, pulled ourselves together, and returned to the library. I might regret this. Regret what? You working here. Really? I can work here? Yes. You have the job. Did I forget to say it? I forget to say it sometimes. No, no, you didn't forget. I, I'm just... surprised. Thank you. You'll take over for Loveland. <gasps> My job! We hadn't noticed the humanoid frog standing off to the side of the room. Who is that? It's Loveland. Who did you think it was? I don't know. I didn't want to assume. He's a giant humanoid frog. Who else would he be? I don't know how many giant humanoid frogs there are. He said, my job. Did you think you were taking more than one humanoid frog's job? Well, I, I don't know. I was trying to be considerate. Watch your back, human. Ribbon. Ah, uh, okay. You start tomorrow. Thanks, Rochelle. Did I just get another permanent housemate? And that's how a human ended up living with us. He was the first human to live in Wormwood in 200 years. Ash turned in his two weeks' notice at the Sweetgum Library and moved into the manor. He told the other humans he was moving to Tampa to start a music career. Tampa was the big city everyone in Sweetgum dreamed of escaping to. I know, it's sad. It wouldn't be the last time we ran into Lyle, but I wish we were always that triumphant.
has been Georgie Romero is Done For, created by Cat Walker Shea, co-written and co-directed by Cat Walker Shea and Rachel Greenberg, produced by Rachel Greenberg, Sox Whitmore, and Cat Walker Shea. Music composed by Evan Johnson. Sound designed by Elliot Yoakum. Recording engineering by Evan Johnson and Elliot Yoakum. Georgie Romero, voiced by Sox Whitmore. Zabel Hawthorne, voiced by Cat Walker Shea. Hanako Kanagawa, voiced by Jade Robinson. Ash Ramis, voiced by Caleb Feitsum. Elsa Frankenstein, voiced by Mary Pumper. Rochelle, voiced by Rachel Greenberg. Lyle Wolfowitz and Loveland Frog, voiced by B.K. Dawson. This show is funded solely by our creativity. Please support us by leaving us a review and rating our show on iTunes or Podchaser. Until next time, this has been Georgie Romero is Done For.